Hey everybody, I hope you and your loved ones are safe, happy and healthy. I was delighted to be invited on Chris Target's podcast, Social for Brokers. We covered a whole range of topics from launching my legal club and mortgage broker club to the importance of Google reviews and Google My Business, along with social media and business strategy generally. We're releasing the podcast in a two-part special. I hope you enjoy part one. Stay well and enjoy the show. Yeah. So with the Mortgage Broker Club, you're essentially providing services to help those mortgage brokers and build that relationship with them so then you can speak to them and help them with their conveyancing. Yeah, I mean, to answer, I realise now I didn't really answer your question. To cut to the chase on it, when I was um, still uh, in the law firm and we had other business interests and stuff, I wanted to build something called My Legal Club. And the idea, in essence, with My Legal Club was that we would create what I felt that law firms were missing out on. And that's, you've got these claims management companies. Well, why were they getting the work? Well, one, they were better at marketing than law firms. And two, they were better at dealing with client inquiries than law firms. So my view was, if you can't beat them, to a certain extent, join them. Um, And at the point in time, law firms, and still don't really churn out any good levels of content. Yeah, especially marketing. You don't see many solicitors marketing for, for anything. Really. No, and to be honest with you, that's the problem with the profession, which again, you can look at the financial services area as well and understand this struggle that you've got law, you've got people at partner level who are still having to not only supervise the departments, but the vast majority of them are running their own files. And the problem that most of them have is they actually enjoy being a lawyer, mm-hmm. but they don't enjoy the salary. Okay. So the only way they get the salary is by being the supervisor or by being partner or whatever. But if they leave the fee earning side of things, they're then very sad because really they only got the they got that job not because they were great businessmen or because they're a great leader or because they're great at marketing. They basically got it because they're a solicitor that's made a load of money. So these are like new skills in essence that they've got to try and learn, yeah, and that's why. They're just stressed out of their minds, basically, and therefore they don't have the time to wear all these different hats. So for me personally, because I was building my legal club, um, we were obviously looking at the conveyancing space, and um, I've done a lot of – my mentor, if you want to call it that, is an IFA, so someone who's been a bit like a father figure in the last 15, 16, 20 years for me. Um, is an IFA, didn't do mortgages, funnily enough, but did like pensions and like all your protection stuff. Um, so just through that, we had a few connections in that market and we got approached by um, some investors who were looking at setting up a new mortgage uh, broker franchise. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to build a big online presence and then they wanted to have a high street presence as well. So they wanted local mortgage brokers using, if you like, the online nationwide brand. And they asked us to do, um, in essence, a consultation on the conveyancing piece. And we'd never looked at this before. I'd never looked at it before. Conveyancing wasn't necessarily something that I'd come from. Um, And it just blew our mind doing the consultation. We spoke with about 100 law firms. We spoke with, I think, 250 mortgage brokers. So it was was a big piece of market research. behind things then, don't you? Yeah, and that was for the benefit of somebody else. But it gave us the idea of, actually, there's a way of, of doing this better and then obviously speaking to um sort of alan my mentor if you like mm-hmm. um what i was i was about to create something in a in a different sector with this same analogy 
And uh, I got introduced to a guy called Mike O'Brien. And at the time, Mike was changing his career and what he wanted to do. And he'd been in, a, uh, worked in the estate agent industry and then worked in the mortgage broker industry for the last eight or nine years. And I said, wouldn't it be great if there was just one place where you could go and get everything? And I was talking more in terms of running your own business. Okay. And Mike was like, well, you know, in terms of the mortgage broker side of things, there just isn't anything like that out there. And then when we were looking at it, I was like, well, there's definitely something we can do to help mortgage brokers 100% when it comes to um, potentially stuff like um, conveyancing, legals, other things like that. Then you go, well, we need to produce. I want to create a community. That's what I really wanted to do. And then it's like, okay, well, what would that community need? What's maybe missing? And then when we looked at the market, there's a load of good content for mortgage brokers. But generally, it's all to do with whatever the, um, and I've never known a sector like it, where there's so many different things that you need to be aware of. In that if you're a mortgage broker, what CRM are you choosing? What are you going to do about sourcing? Are you going to go AR or BDA? You know, what's your niche going to be? What you do about your website? What you do about your lead gen? What you do about your compliance? Like the amount of hats you have to wear as a mortgage broker is much bigger or in or, or yeah, in the sort of, self, anyone, especially yeah. the self-employed and, financial services sector. It's just much bigger than virtually any other sector. Sorry to put in there. If you have a look at the Mortgage Broker Club website, if you get you through LinkedIn or just Google it, there's so many tools on there that will help people. So if you take anything from this episode, go and have a look at that website probably say what 20 30 different separate tools on there that people can have a look at yeah they're free to access so yeah you 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 know you if we've had loads of inquiries this week which i'm really proud to have been able to help people on um and and that's from our perspective it's difficult because everyone's just going to shout that they're the best whereas you can basically come on our site and particularly in like the features and stuff like that um especially if you're um more inexperienced as a mortgage broker as well, yeah. shall we say? Um, you know, if, you, if you've been in the industry for maybe a couple of years, then I think it's really helpful in particular. So uh, but I think it's also for your more experienced brokers can keep up to date, say, with other products, whether it be a CRM you're looking for, or you want to learn more about Knowledge Bank or Tracker Hub or mortgage broker tools or whatever. There's literally 25 categories on this. Anything that can happen to a mortgage broker or any problems that you've got, there's basically an answer on that. Even stuff like bridging, stuff like that. Yeah, there's everything on there. And obviously one of the main products that you speak about is the conveyancing. So can you give us kind of three USPs as to why, or as to how you can help people with their conveyancing, especially mortgage brokers? Yeah, I think the biggest problem um, in the conveyancing sector, I think, is is communication and a bit of understanding. Um, So as much as it's a bit of a weird USP, I think literally the level of transparency that we as a business have, and certainly myself when I'm liaising with people, I think that's our best USP and the most important one as well. So as an example, there's loads of stuff that mortgage brokers don't know because no one tells them. So I wouldn't expect mortgage brokers to know. So simple, uh, another USP is that we do not tie law firms into search packs. And if I'm a mortgage broker, I might say, well, so what, what does that mean? Well, the reason the panels and other people may tie a law firm into a search pack is, is because you make money. The search pack will, if you and I, Chris, owned the search pack, we would go to insert name a panel. You tie your law firms into me. We get a thousand, two thousand instructions a month. 
we make a load of money from the lawyers on search packs and we'll give you 50 quid, 100 quid, 150 quid kickback. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Problem with that is the selection of the search pack is not necessarily going to be based on the best service. So a lot of law firms will not work with panels and other parties if you're tied into a search pack. Yeah. And even if they are, they're already a bit upset about it. They're doing it through gritted teeth because they want the work. The problem you've got is if you then have a sink full of water and keep the tap turned on, you're obviously going to have a major problem. Mm. Now, some search pack providers are obviously better than others. But if you and I, Chris, own the search pack and we know that our clients have to use us, they're literally tied in. Why would we recruit more people? Why would we try and ease that bottleneck? It's not even, we don't get shouted at by anyone. Yeah. We're that's in the, the background. It's always been the thing with solicitors, isn't it? I know, I know we're talking about search packs here, but you can keep on taking business and business and business on. Well, it, I have sympathy for the solicitors on that one because you might be doing a great job, but let's say you're using a search pack that you're tied into. Mm-hmm. You've got a confidentiality agreement there. So I can't come to you, the mortgage broker, and go, listen, the reason these searches are taking a little bit longer than they should be is because actually I'm tied in uh-huh. by your choice of panel. And had we not been tied in, I wouldn't use that search pack. Yes. I'd use a different one that's £150 cheaper and also a bit quicker. Mm. So that's not helping. They can't reveal that for obvious reasons. Yeah. So that is... A, now, don't get me wrong. Local authorities, as we can all imagine, are going to be struggling and are not exactly great at turning these around. So mm. when the market's in this state of mayor, you know, there's law firms that are 50% down on their remortgage departments, but have had to hire 50, 60, 70 lawyers for their purchase departments. There's so many people going, yeah. So it's, moving, yeah. it's incredible. You know, I, I was speaking to a builder the other day who cannot get a skip. Really? He, he cannot get one. I was speaking to another builder who um, has literally quoted for a ground floor mini extension, 80 grand, which is double what he'd normally quote, and they've taken it and paid it. Like, I've just never known anything like Crazy this market isn't it but so so with that with that search so just in in, in a conclusion yeah. that usps you, you're transparent and by using by not being tied to a search pack it can could make things quicker for the mortgage brokers yeah in terms of a, a, a speed, speed us usps on this are one law firms that get, uh, don't have any tie-ins with us on anything Mm-hmm. at all okay. so basically it gives the law firms a we have more freedom of law firms to pick from yeah because if you do try and tie law firms in you're using a smaller menu of law firms to choose if you like secondly if law firms are up to capacity they have to tell us and we kick them off the panel so and they're allowed back because we want them to be honest with us about the capacity issues mm-hmm. um, and we also monitor the, the google and trust pilot review so whilst we also have them on our site so that when you're picking a lawyer you've got their scores and access to the online reviews there uh-huh. and there we monitor them as well so like recently i won't name them of course but we did suspend the law firm recently and um, when we hadn't had a complaint about them but the last 10 or 12 reviews online just made us nervous mm-hmm. and it painted a picture that this this was that's a firm the, up to capacity with it yeah yeah, yeah and, and, and they'll come back on that's not a problem. You know, we hadn't had a complaint about them. Um, but as I say, we did that to try and protect the brokers. Um, look, you know, we can't promise the earth. I don't own a conveyancing firm. We are not a conveyancing firm. So, you know, the, the, the big USP for us, I think, from what I've, I'm told from other brokers, 
Some brokers use us because we pay faster. Mm-hmm. So we basically advance you the referral fees on completion. Cool. So some brokers stay with us because that's that's what they really like. Others say our system is much simpler to use than others. Others say there are law firms on our panel they want to use that aren't on others. Others do it because they like online discount club. So basically, you if you work with us, you can pass an online discount club for free to your clients if that's what you want to do. Okay. Other people use us for the customer service. So I won't name them, but they basically say that with other panels, if they've had bad treatment from a law firm, get in touch with the panel and they feel like the panel don't do anything, won't answer the phone, aren't responsive. When there is a problem with the law firms, which let's be honest about this, it's inevitable there are going to be issues, especially in a heightened market like this. So when they get in touch with us, we literally go, we've all got an agreed SLA. The brokers sign it when they sign up and our law firms sign it. So Chris, if you were a broker and you email us, say this is what's happened, we will go to the law firm and say, this is the written you know, uh, query, shall we say. What's your response? Mm-hmm. And to be fair, 80, 90% of the time, I would say there's never a law, it's the law firm doing anything wrong from a conduct issue. If anything, it comes down to communication. So communication, uh, transparency and price, those are your three. Yeah, and, and I, th- I think they're the things that, that give us that bit of a, that, that bit of a USP. And the other thing that I think is also a USP is some of the other, which does us a disservice sometimes, is that we don't pay big backhanders. So there are, there are other parties that pay big affiliate fees out to try and drive usage. So if you like, you've got another mouth to feed out of the whole conveyancing piece, and we don't do that. So I think that's another factor that, you, that when you come in, it's really stripped back. Um, and you can and contact speak to Sean in more detail about these. You can have a chat with him and go through everything. But one of the tools that stuck out to me when you were talking about how you help people is, is helping people get Google reviews. So could you give us a little insight into how people can get more Google reviews? Well, yeah, okay, so just generally, um, if you haven't already, you need to have a Google My Business uh, yeah. listing or Google My Business page, and it literally would take you like an hour to do. We've got a free ebook um, on the site. Uh, people have told me we should charge for it to be there, but it's literally it's 40 pages, and it gives you loads of info that you don't have to sign up for emails or spam or any of that nonsense. It's literally just go on our site, get the free ebook, it's yours, and it takes you through how to set up your Google My Business listing, the best tips on how to set up the page, and then tips about what you should do after you've set up the Google My Business page. That's- and the good thing about it, it's free, unlike your trust pilots and other things like this, and it's very, very low maintenance. Now, once you've set up your Google My Business page, in essence, you, if you're going to do this yourself, as soon as you, you've finished interacting with a client and you get a vibe that I know you will have always done a good job, but it's more important that you get the vibe that the, the client's yeah. really, really happy with you. That's when you would approach them when, when, when they're still warm, if you like, and say, I rely on, you know, feedback is really important to me and I really value what my clients tell me about the service, where I can improve. But if you've had a good service, it's really important to me to, to grow my online presence and keep getting these reviews. And as I'm sure you can appreciate, would you be so kind, you know, to leave me a five-star review or or whatever? Um, and then obviously as you, the reason for doing that is the local three pack. So do it yourself. We do this in the actual book. Yeah. So in Merseyside, and this is mad, if you Google mortgage broker, um in merseyside there's literally quite often a manchester firm 
that appears in the local three path. And why is that the case? Because no mortgage brokers in this area are doing their Google My Business page. Sorry, can you just explain to people what the three pack is? Yeah, so the local three pack is is an incredible um, tool for small businesses, self-employed professionals, even medium-sized operations that want to grow their local presence. So the way Google works, if you type in a search, especially in services, let's say mortgage broker, you get Google ads at the top, but a lot of clients will just scroll past them because now there's a bit more awareness that they're ads. And then you'll maybe have frequently asked questions or other things that people question. And then just below that, you'll have to like the local three pack. And what the local three pack is, is that Google looks for businesses in that sector, let's say mortgage brokers, who have set up a Google My Business listing page that have listed the services as mortgage broker, that have been verified by Google, and then they look at the quantity and quality of your reviews. So if you've got loads of five-star reviews, you start climbing the local three-part ladder, then the more of them you get, the more... And, and the great thing with this is you then stay ahead of your competition. Mm-hmm. So the sooner you start to do it, the better it is for you in the long term. So in Merseyside, uh, you know, it's public information. I don't have a relationship with them myself. But in Merseyside, there's a, a firm called Concept Mortgages. So yeah. they've got 242 five-star reviews. So they wow. always appear first. But then beneath that, there's literally zero competition. Like, like the, there's, there's a firm in West Kirby that started to grow theirs as well. Um, but in Merseyside, there was a Manchester firm appearing. So now what's important here is when you then go below the local three-pack, you've got your big national brands that have got seven-figure advertising budgets. So to put this in context, I could set up as a mortgage broker today and I could beat my national competition in terms of where I appear on page one on Google because Google will prioritize the local search yeah. over the nationwide SEO benefits. And that's great for the, the kind of people that listen to this podcast. It's, it's those local people that want to try and win on Google. And I promise you, if you download that ebook, I haven't looked at it myself, but from what you've spoke about in the last five minutes, if you download that ebook, it will help you no end. There's, there's going to be so much in, in the ebook. There's a video that we've embedded where you'll see um, me literally Google search mortgage broker in Merseyside and take you through it all so you it. can see what a client would see. And the other thing, you know, as we move through the decade, I think, look, if you're a mortgage broker who's going to be retiring in the next couple of years, who cares? Don't worry about it yet. Reality. But if you're either looking to, regardless of what it is, if you think you're going to either sell your business or you still want to be in practice in five years' time. This is one of the lowest hanging fruit, I think, that's out there because no one is doing it. You will get a head start on all of your rivals, for want of a better phrase. And in reality, it's going to be very difficult for them to catch up, extremely difficult for them to ever catch you, potentially, if you maintain it. And that's why we created, um, very briefly, we created something called a reputation enhancement membership. So... You know, it's it's thirty quid a month or something like that. But I think it's that's just criminally underpriced. In that you can basically put through your last couple of months worth of clients, put through your existing clients as you go. And what will happen is we have a mobile phone number that's dedicated to you and you only. And what it'll do is it'll trigger a message to your clients automatically. Say, hey Chris, you know, delighted to receive your instructions. It was a privilege to work on the mortgage for you. 
feedback is really important to me. Could you please give me a rating from 0 to 5? Now, if Chris then says 4 or 5, the automated reply will then divert them to your specific Google page to get that to you. If they say 3 or less, it'll bounce them to your email so that you can then decide whether you want to follow up, whether you want to try and whether that's just one that you can in. Ideally, that's one you want to manage and get in touch with them. And But they feel like they've let a bit of steam off because obviously you only want your five-star reviews, worst case four, on your Google My Business yeah, page. Of course, if yeah. there is anyone who rightly or wrongly is annoyed, you want to deal with them in a different way and keep them away. But what we also do in the reputation enhancement service is we send a 12-month um, thank you card to your client, nice. personalised from you, without you lifting a finger and a non-religious Christmas card goes to the client from you as well. Um, so nice you know keeping that... Keeping in touch with your clients all the time. Yeah, so you're basically automatically building your five-star reviews, but also 12 months on, they're getting a little thank you card. Now, what will most people do if they get a card? They'll put it up on the mantelpiece. They'll put it up wherever. Same with the now, Christmas card, exactly the same, or non-religious festive card. But particularly the thank you card, that's the kind of thing where your auntie Margaret comes round and I'll have a little nose at that when she's having a broke to kind of thing that you mention to people. Yeah. Um, and it just strengthens those word of mouth recommendations. And also it's just that little reminder, if you like. So it's like, hey, that's Chris, the mortgage broker, that kind of thing. It's so I think that's a great service for people. To do anyway, isn't it? I mean, no, I know you guys do, but if you can send out those thank you cards and it's free branding for you, isn't it? Oh, it's so, nothing you can't do yourself. We just try and make it convenient for people. Yeah, convenience, and, and for those who want the, the automation and the convenience of it, then it's 30 quid a month and, and most people have got that available. For other people, I would just say, don't pay us 30 quid and do it yourself. Yeah, exactly.